Hello and welcome to the Daily Royal. My name is Shelby and I have been a royal watcher for the past 10 years. In this podcast, I talk about the daily events of seven of the European monarchies. So I talk about Belgium, the UK, Denmark, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, and Sweden. I upload Monday through Friday with occasional bonus episodes here and there. Today is Wednesday, April 21st of 2021. Here's the deal, guys. Um, I personally have not been having the greatest day ever. Um, I wasn't going to record and then it was like 7.50 and I was like, yeah, okay, I'll go ahead and record. Um, I don't know. I just got a little bit of motivation except because I hadn't planned on recording today because just not a great day. Um, I haven't prepared an outline, so what's going to happen today is we're going to just go through my typical process of writing my outline and figuring out the day-to-day events. Um, I'm going to kind of talk you through, like, what I do while I'm doing it to, I don't know, peek behind the curtain, I guess, is, like, part of it, but also I still want to record today. But if I write an outline and then record, it'll be way too late. And um, I'm trying to fix my sleep schedule. I've been kind of sleeping weird. Um, and I start, I started a job tomorrow morning at like, it's still late in the day. Um, but I need to be awake before then and up and all of that. So um, I don't want to stay up too, too late and want to get a lot of this stuff done. So, this is what we're going to do. We're still going to have, like, those little breaks um, between each family, and I'm just going to talk you through my process and how I do most of this stuff. So, For Belgian royal family events, I typically will start by looking at their social media. Um, The Belgian royal household does a really good job at social media, so I typically will check there first. Um, And so it does look like there was one, two, two events today. Um, They were audiences that King Philippe had. Um, So first, and then... (laughs) Because I don't speak French or Dutch, um, I always translate the tweet because Twitter is amazing and has that feature. Um, So King Philippe held an audience with the vice minister president of the Flemish government and Flemish minister for the economy, innovation, employment, social economy, and agriculture. And then he also held an audience with um, the minister of... Brussels capital government responsible for climate transition, environment, energy, participative democracy, and participative democracy, um, or democratic participation, which is much easier for me to say. Um, So these are kind of in a series of meetings that King Philippe has been holding with government officials throughout Belgium over the course of really the past, like, 
four longer than that five six months he started before christmas or he may have even started when the new government took control in october um and of course he started with like um the cabinet secretaries or the the ministers and then continued on and now is um, making this a priority for every level of the government so he's held meetings with um the Dutch-speaking community, the French-speaking community, um, the German-speaking community, Brussels capital, like the Brussels city government, um, as well as, of course, the what I call the federal government. I don't know if that's what Belgium calls it, um, but like the main national government. Um, He's also been, of course, holding meetings with them, including weekly audiences with the prime minister. He's held audiences with the foreign minister several times. So it just seems to be an ongoing theme there. Um, But yeah, that is what was going on in Belgium today. I am also pulling up their schedule, um, their past schedule, just to make sure I didn't miss anything. Um, and it seems like, seems like they may have forgotten to update it. No, there's some of it, some of it's in there, but they're not doing a great job on their website, which is why I rely on their social media primarily because it's a lot better. So that is what was going on in Belgium. Now we're going to go on to the UK and you guys can see my process for the British Royal family. is an interesting one because I of course have to follow um, lots of different social media accounts as well as um, the court circular that comes out every night at midnight UK time from the London Times which is now seeming to be hopefully only on an hour delay from Apple News. If it's not I'm gonna have to rethink this whole Um, how I get the court circular, I may have to go back to my Times of London subscription. So what I'm going to do first, I can see um, that the royal family official, so that is the Twitter handle for like Buckingham Palace, which covers Queen Elizabeth and every member um, of the royal family that isn't in line to the throne, essentially. So, um, the Prince of Wales and the Duke of Cambridge have their own social media accounts, but then the royal family kind of covers everyone else. Um, and so today was Queen Elizabeth's 95th birthday. So that became, um, that was of course the bigger event for the day. It's, um, definitely something that has been, talked about in the com- in the past couple of weeks um, because apparently this is the first time that Queen Elizabeth will spend her birthday alone as Prince Philip just obviously recently passed away. Um, so the first tweet um, was just a, a simple tweet that read, today is the Queen's 95th birthday. Her Majesty was born on April 21st, 
1926 at um, 17 Bruton Street in London, and she was the first child of the then Duke and Duchess of York. And then it also talks about this year, the Queen remains at Windsor Castle during a period of royal mourning following the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. So that was kind of what I expected would be the release. I didn't expect much. It was always going to be a much more solemn day. Um, but then a few hours after that came a tweet that was a personal statement um, from Queen Elizabeth herself. And so it says the Queen's message to people across the world who have sent tributes and messages of condolence following the death of the Duke of Edinburgh. And so this statement reads, quote, I have on the occasion of my 95th birthday today received many messages of good wishes, which I very much appreciate. While as a family, we are in a period of great sadness, it has been a great comfort to us all to see and to hear the tributes paid to my husband from those within the United Kingdom, the Commonwealth, and around the world. My family and I would like to thank you for all the support and kindness shown to us in recent days. We have been deeply touched and continue to be reminded that Philip had such an extraordinary impact on countless people throughout his life. So I actually read this this morning. It was already out by the time I woke up this morning. Um, and I was struck by a couple of things. Typically, when Queen Elizabeth is sharing a statement, whether personal or um, more official, she has always talked about her husband as the Duke of Edinburgh. And here she calls him my husband, and then she calls him Philip. And I thought those were very um, personal, appropriate things, and it felt very... Um, I don't know, it just felt very, like, I think it's important enough to mention it. Um, so that is what was going on kind of on Queen Elizabeth's side. And then I also go, um, so this is how I do this. I then check Clarence House, which is the social media account for the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall. They have just retweeted um, the Queen's information, the Queen's birthday and birthday statement. Um, and then I go to... Kensington Royal, which is the Twitter handle for the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge. It's always a lot with the British royal family because they are by far the largest, most public royal family. So we had a couple of different things. Um, today, the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge visited the Air Cadets, um, which is a honorary military patronage that the Duchess of Cambridge actually has. Um, and so she received that in 2015 and it was passed on from the Duke of Edinburgh. So while this is of course a, an official event, um, it does still tie in with the fact that the Royal family is still in mourning and still remembering the Duke of Edinburgh. So they visited, um, these air cadets and they, it was just really cool. At one point, the Duchess of Cambridge was in a flight simulator. Um, it was a really cool event from what I can tell from the pictures and videos I've seen. Um, because again, with the British royal family being as popular and kind of as public as they are, 
you get videos and stuff a lot easier. So I don't have to search for these. Um, whereas other families, I do tend to have to search a little bit. But like with Will and Kate, they just show up. Um, and then they also were able to speak with young people who are preparing to earn their Duke of Edinburgh award. Um, so that is a big deal. It looked like a really cool event. Um, and then Prince William, man, just keeps inserting himself in this Super League drama, which means I have to keep on top of what is going on with the Super League. I would like to stop because I don't care. Um, so today he also sent a personalized tweet where he said, I'm glad the United Voice of Football fans has been heard and listened to. It is now really important that we use this moment to secure the future and health of the game at all levels. As president of the Football Association, I'm committed to playing my part in that work. So again, this is where I will sometimes research um, what's going on. I would prefer not to because I just genuinely don't care. But I always like to have um, as complete information as possible. There's the dog. Sorry, I just got food delivered and now she's freaking out. Um, so it does look like the Super League has either been canceled or is likely to be canceled at this point. Um, okay, so update, European Super League cannot proceed. So all six premier teams have, um, I guess... Uh, backed out. I don't know. Um, but the one of the idea, like one of the creators of the idea of the European Super, Super League has said, to be frank and honest, no, evidently it cannot proceed. Um, so it does seem like all the outrage has done some good. Um, or I guess I, I think people think it's good. I really genuinely don't know and I don't care all that much. Um, but I will of course always talk about it if a Royal does, or I try to at least. So that is what was going on in the British Royal family in terms of social media and public facing engagements. And now, um, I always like to look at the court circular and hopefully I am recording this later than I normally do. So I'm hoping it is up. So the court circular for April 21st. Look at that, you guys. We have one. Um, so Windsor Castle, today is the 95th anniversary of the birthday of the Queen. Um, and then Kensington Palace, the Duke of Cambridge and the Duchess of Cambridge, Honorary Air Commandant, Royal Air Force Air Cadets, this afternoon visited the 282nd squadron of the air cadets. So those were the events in the British Royal family. Of course, we did already talk about those. Um, and I am sure that this week will continue to be less event heavy for the British Royal family as they are officially still in mourning as a family, um, for the next two days. Um, so Thursday and Friday, and then they come out of official morning. So maybe next week we'll have a few more engagements, um, but no, no rush for sure on 
that. So that is what was going on with the British royal family. And now we are going to move on to the Danish royals. is a bit of an anomaly in terms of where I can check. They're not always the most active on social media. Sometimes they are, sometimes they're not, but I always check Facebook first uh, because that's where they're, they'll post um, any of the engagements they like want the world to know about um, will go on Facebook and also where they have pictures of the events. Um, so today, um, it looks like Queen Margrethe was at the opening of an exhibition um, at a museum focused on um, sculptures from the private collection of maybe Auguste Rodin. Um, and then... It looks like at the at a museum whose which name uh, a name I cannot pronounce. Um, so she was present present for the opening of the exhibition, um, and like I, I'm trying to think the last time we saw Queen Margrethe out of the palace, it has been a very long time, like a very long time. Um, so I like that. Um, she wore a face mask, which I'm sure is in uh, line with Denmark's regulations. Um, it looks like she received a small bouquet or a posy from a couple of little girls. Very cute. Um, yeah, just like overall a good event, a cultural event, um, an outside the palace event, which the last one I can remember was in like October. Um, I think there's maybe been a couple since then, but I can, the last one I can truly remember is from October. Um, and then also today it was, um, the 14th birthday for Princess Isabella, who is the second child of Crown Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary. And to mark that occasion, they released, um, three new photographs of Isabella, um, including one with their dog, uh, whose name is Grace, and I love the dog. Um, and so you can see all of those photos. I will have them up on the website, thedailyroyal.com. So that is what Facebook has. I want to go to, I always go to their website as well, just because um, sometimes they, they keep things there as well, where I don't always see them because... <laughs> They're very good at hiding events. So I always scroll down to the calendar, go to yesterday. So Her Royal Highness Princess Isabella's birthday. And yes, the queen is present at the opening of the exhibition, Auguste Rodin Displacements. So those were the two events today in Denmark. 
And now we are going to go check in with the Dutch royal family. With the Dutch Royal House, I find the best place to go is their website. Um, so I will always check there first and that will always tell me like what events they had. Um, and so today is April 21st. Um, so today King Willem Alexander received credentials from ambassadors from Sri Lanka, Thailand, and Tunisia. Um, and they don't ever share this on social media, so this is why I use their website, because they put a lot of events on their website that don't get shared on social media. Um, so that happened, and then also today, King Willem Alexander swore in, um, counsel and advocate general for the Supreme Court, um... So these are just kind of some of the ceremonial things that a king has to do, um, especially King Will Alexander. He swears in every single member of the government um, all the way. So that is all that was going on in the Netherlands. And now we are going to check in with Norway. I did what I like to call a pre-check for the Norwegian royal family, um, and there were no events, so we are actually skipping to Spain. Sorry for the confusion. So today in Spain was the second day of the Ibero-American summit that King Felipe has been attending, um, and so there were lots of different events. So for something like this, I find the best way to do this is uh, through their Twitter account, through Casa Real on Twitter. Um, they, Casa Real is, the Spanish Royal House is, like, really, really good at social media. It, I've al I always read before I started doing this that they were terrible, but, like, they are by far the best in terms of sharing everything that is happening. Um, they post their own videos of things that are happening and have, like, before the pandemic and have, got, have stayed through it. Um... Like, during the pandemic, they were even releasing 30-second clips of video conferences um, where a picture would have sufficed. They were still doing, like, a few clips every day. Um, and then they do the exact same on Twitter. They post pictures of, like, each and every event that a member of the royal family takes part in. Um, they do primarily, I would say, utilize just um, Twitter and YouTube, which are fine, um, I would like to see them because they're so good, like utilize some other social media, but that's okay. Um, so let me go to the start of the day. Um, so it seems like the first event of the day was a bilateral meeting with the president of Portugal, Marcelo Rebelo de Souza, which is just my favorite name. Um, and also like one of my favorite heads of state is the president of Portugal because he's just so like, 
he's such a good person. Um, and I think I talked about this in his re-election. He won the vote by like 60% or something crazy. So they had a bilateral between them and their, looks like their foreign, um, foreign ministers. Next was a bilateral with the, um, head of the government for Andorra, which is where the Ibero-American summit is being held. Um, so let me see, I'm doing this. Um, so yeah, the king met with the Cap de Guavon, uh, which I think means captain of the government in Catalan. Um, and then so they had a bilateral, again, with foreign ministers, and uh, it looks like someone else, looks like a couple of other people on the, on each side, but they didn't picture them very well. So, sorry to whoever those people are, I don't know. Um, and then next, we have King Felipe meeting with, oh, nope, next he attended the presentation of inclusive vaccinations for um, disabled um, handicapped people, um, where they talked about inclus inclusivity, um, and making sure that everyone is able to get vaccinated no matter what, um, their needs are. And then it also looks like there was an award given out to, he's the president of the, um, Spanish Spanish Association for the Blind, um, but he also does a lot of work, and I don't remember his name, and I feel so bad. Um, he also does a lot of work with um, all handicap accessibility. So he'll sit he sits on the um, Paralympic IOC, which is the Olympic Olympic Committee. So I'm not I can't entirely see, and I'm not going to go into a whole bunch of deep dive because I know this podcast. This episode is getting long. So, um, you guys, I just had to go chase my dog because she was being a not nice girl. And so now I'm out of breath. So that is what was going on there. Um, next, it looks like there was a lunch um, offered to the heads of state. And then um, the, like... Um, the plenario, I think is like the, the main session. Um, uh, let me, let me use translate. So it's called a plenary session, but it's the main session, um, of the summit between all the heads of state and all the other representatives who came. Um, so representing Spain, it's obviously King Felipe. Otherwise I wouldn't be talking about this. Uh, the prime minister, prime minister Sanchez, or technically his title is president of the government. Um, so president Sanchez and then the foreign minister were also present um, on the Spanish delegation. And then, let's see, what's next? Okay, more of that. Okay, so that is what was going on in Spain. Those are all of the events. Um, today marked the end of at least Felipe's attendance at the summit. I'm pretty sure marked the end of the summit. Um, but tomorrow... King Felipe and his entire family will be in Murcia doing an event together. 
So we will talk more about that in tomorrow's episode. But for now, let's go ahead and finish this episode up with the Swedish royal family. Sweden is the only other country where I use just their website because everything else is super not helpful. It's really, so actually I will say, um, the Netherlands, Norway, and Sweden are all, I primarily rely on their websites because they have the better set of information than like what they post on social media. So I mentioned in yesterday's episode that um, every member of the Swedish royal family, excluding Princess Sophia, who's on maternity leave, um, had a digital meeting with all of the governors of Sweden. um, And they shared about that today, which of course they did. I knew that was going to happen. And then So I always go to like their official calendar because that's the best place. Um, And it looks like the only thing that happened today, uh, Crown Princess Victoria digitally participated in the inauguration of Stockholm Art Week um, and the UN Innovation and Creativity Day. So it seems like she sent probably a video message where she talked about how art and culture help us appreciate our differences, but also to see how much there is that unites us as humans across time and space. Um, And then she also said, I hope that this day and the week ahead will inspire more young people to find their creative voice, to trust it, and to use it. Um, And then there's just a little bit of a small Um, blurb here that says the purpose of Stockholm Art Week is to highlight Stockholm as a living art city and Sweden as an art destination. So to kind of up their ante in the art world. Um, So like I said, it was a digital speech. Um, We have not seen a member of the Swedish royal household out of their respective homes, palaces, aside from um, the Tedom for, um, Prince Julian, um, that is, that is it. (laughs) So maybe sometime soon, you know, today was the first day this year, as far as I can remember that Queen Margrethe has been out. So maybe, maybe soon Sweden. Um, I don't know. I appreciate that Sweden is finally taking a interest in COVID protocols. Um, because they definitely weren't in the very beginning. Um, So that is all of the events that were happening today. That is how I do this every day. Of course, I do a little bit more research, um, but not always. You know, like yesterday, I didn't do a ton of extra research um, because the events didn't really need it. Today, I would have liked to have done a little bit more. Today and yesterday, honestly, I would have liked to have done a little bit more on the Ibero-American Summit. Um, but because like I mentioned yesterday, this week for Spain is like a marathon week. Um, it's really, where do I want to put my effort in each day? 
with them and they don't get to be the highlight every day even though they are doing the most to me most of the time most interesting events um but like not always to be fair just they seem to be doing the least covid specific events and so as a person who sometimes likes to forget covid exists i enjoy that um but then yeah in sweden i'm just getting sick of seeing the same four walls all the time um but yeah that's that's how i do this most days um of course i go into more detail and things like that um but this was like your peek behind the curtain every now and then i do these i've i've definitely done them before um where i'm having a like personally lazy day and so i'll <laughs> record but this is how I'll do it um so that is what was going on today I am going to work on getting pictures um put up on the dailyroyal.com the daily royal on instagram so if you don't mind checking those out and then also um like and review this podcast as it really helps it out so with all of that I will talk to you all um in tomorrow's episode but for now enjoy the rest of your Thursday bye